0: Hi, how is everyone today on this fine, fine evening where I am from, which is 538 here. I am here to do my first podcast ever and I am so excited because I have always wanted to do something having to do with radio or having to do with talking to an audience And I have done YouTube videos before, but I kind of steered away from it because I don't really like to be on camera or like to show myself on camera a lot of times. So I think a podcast would be easier to convey what I am saying versus you just looking at me and me talking. I don't, I don't know. I just find it weird to just be looking at me while I'm talking anyway the first topic will be black women and how their bodies navigate through different spaces i will be talking about the difference between dick skinny thin and fat a couple of days ago i spoke on this to followers about how recently there has been a shift of who gets represented and who is considered beautiful and the influx of women with a certain aesthetic. I am 23 years old. I was born January 1st, 1994. I've grown up in an era where women like Paris Hilton, Nikki Hilton, Britney Spears, Hillary Duff, those type of women were considered women mainstream media should aspire to look like. I actually like most of those women. I especially like Hilary Duff. I've been a fan of Britney Spears. I bought a lot of her albums. I bought In The Zone. I bought Britney. I was a fan of women like Christina Aguilera, Pink. You know, I like a lot of these early 2000s pop stars. I like Fergie also. I like Gwen Stefani. Like I don't have any issues with these women despite some of them being problematic, you know, with cultural appropriation or stepping outside of their good girl image and being edgy and their idea of edgy is to do hip hop or what they perceive as black culture. But I like those women. You know, I can critique those women, but back in say 2000 between 2002 to 2007 Most of the women you saw in mainstream media considered beautiful were women that looked like Britney Spears. Mm. Obviously thin, blonde, white women, or, you know, if not blonde, still like a semblance of Eurocentric beauty. Even when black women were represented in these mainstream spaces, they would be typically your Halle Berrys, your light-skinned, than half-white women who are still black because I consider biracial people black. You know, like, I grew up in an area where most black people that I hung around with were mixed, light-skinned, that considered themselves to be black. So I consider those women black. But typically, the ideal black woman was someone who was close in proximity to whiteness. Not that they are white, or that they are like white women. is just that they fit into people's Eurocentric ideal of what acceptability is. So obviously that kind of had an influence on my self-image. I was your typical confused wannabe like the white girls hang out with the white in crowd at school black girl. I was a coon. I have not been shy of this. I have spoken up about my problematic views since probably 2013. I started this whole social justice thing in 2013. And this is going to bring me to this. On Saturday, I had made a tweet saying in 4 years ago. 4 years ago. Being thick in mainstream spaces. I didn't say mainstream spaces. But essentially. That's what I meant. That's what I assumed most people would have understood. I said up until four years ago. And I did not mean literally. Obviously I was using a hyperbole. I could have said 2007. But I chose 2013. Because that was a year where Black Lives Matter took off. Black girl magic phrases were starting to be used. Melanin Monday hashtags were being created. Up until twenty thirteen there was not this weird ass obsession with being thick, gaining weight, being curvy, having the biggest booties and all this plastic surgery. Mind you, people have been getting plastic surgery on their buttocks since, you know, the mid 2000s or the idea of getting plastic surgery on your ass is a fairly new concept. You know, like I said, I wasn't born that long ago. 2007 does not seem that long ago to me. That seems like literally five minutes ago. I can like just have, you know, this memory um, relapse and just act like it's literally 2007. You know, 10 years ago is not a long time. I was 13 in 2007. But I I distinctly remember where having a big booty or having a booty considered big and having wide hips and not being your size two Paris Hilton looking black woman was not considered attractive to the mainstream. Now, I always understood that in black spaces, black people are typically going to be attracted to people that look like them. I always understood this. I always understood that if I were to walk past the average group of black men or to meet a black man, they would more than likely find me attractive. I understood that completely. I actually had this naive ideal that colorism did not exist. Why the fuck does this car got to park right fucking next to me? Of all the spaces exactly because they were like about the park, right there i'm doing a damn video okay i'm sorry for that interaction but i always understood that in black spaces and most black spaces black people are going to be attracted to women with fuller lips kinkier hair darker skin women you know that look like niggas you know niggas gonna be attracted to other niggas most of the time but i naively thought that colorism wasn't a thing like oh i could just go into a black space and i'd be accepted i had a rude awakening you know when i got on twitter i got on twitter probably in 2010 2011 when i saw so many black men bashing black women and coming coming up with all these reasons as to why they don't like black women or find them attractive it was always the same i don't know like black women just aren't as pretty as white women you know and it was so many black men to the point where it was just basically expected for black men to make retweet to make a black girl mad y'all, y'all remember this when they would show pictures of girls with fat booties and they would be white or non-black latinks and it would say retweet to make a black girl mad because this idea that a white girl with a big booty would put black girls out of business that's basically like the, that's basically like the 70s where the Betamax first came out right the Betamax came out everyone was getting a Betamax but it was very short lived but then Sony came out with the VCR and VCR was just like the Betamax only a little bit better and everyone got the VCR and the Betamax went out of business. Betamax is basically just, you know, like blue control of electronics, you know, of the like technological industry. And I love big, I love blue control, you know, I'm just being a silly, but that's how people view black women black women are seen as not the best looking Mm -hmm. women you know not the prettiest women but there's one thing that people seem to agree is the best thing about us the booty our faces may not be considered the most beautiful because we got big lips wide noses and dark skin Mm -hmm. and nappy hair but at least she got a big booty so i never took big booty praise as anything more than just wanting a woman sexually. I never took the idea that, you know, me being considered shapely and curvier than other black girls, than other white girls made me, you know, more attractive than them. I never took that. Because as soon as a white girl would come with a big booty, it was implied that she was better than me. The whole Betamax VCR situation. Like, oh, yeah, you know, the VCR has all the features of the Betamax. Only just a little bit better. Only a little bit better. So I never thought, you know, black women with big booties had any type of beauty beauty privilege. But yet, just recently, I've been seeing a lot of things about big booties and little booties. And this idea that little booties matter. Now, I have a problem with that because I find it to be an insult. And the first time I heard that phrase ever was from India Westbrook's. Now, I like India Westbrook's, but she has said some pretty problematic things. I remember there was a Snapchat video and someone sent it to me saying, you know, did you see that video where India Westbrook's was spraying suntan lotion on this black boy and saying, you know, you don't want to get too dark. You know, nobody likes darkies. I love darkies, but you know, nobody really wants to be, no, she didn't say darkie, but she said blackie. And I, I unfollowed her for a little bit because I thought that was a fucked up thing to say. And I added her and I told her. Why would you say such a thing to not just a dark skinned black child, but a black boy? And this is why so many black men, dark skinned black men have so many deep seated issues of their skin color because they hear that from lighter skinned women, you know, making jokes about, oh, you know, you don't want to be too dark. You know, I love you, but you don't want to be too dark. And those men or those boys at the time will project that onto darker skinned girls because a lighter skinned woman is telling a lighter skinned adult woman is telling them that don't be dark okay or you know you don't want to be dark you want to be light like me and then they turn around and wonder why they don't like dark-skinned girls or why dark-skinned girls get bullies these will be grown-ass women promoting this but that's besides the point you know i i didn't like what india westbrook said but i first heard of little booties matter when people sent me a message about india westbrooks on tumblr and said you know did you hear india westbrooks being you know insensitive to the black lives matter movement and saying little booties matter and i don't know why guys like girls with big butts so much and i said say that's very offensive i didn't think it would catch on but just recently i'm seeing a lot of this little booties matter and you know just because we're black girls with little booties doesn't make us as you know unattractive as a girl with a big booty because in fact you know most girls that are thick and have big butts are ugly in the face and I think that's not right because that's basically implying like again the only good thing about a black woman is her booty but everything else is ugly I thought that was problematic and my thing is how are you really oppressed for having a little booty what type of self-image issues are you having that is truly affecting your self-esteem your mental health and your physical health i understand that in many cases there is a pressure for black women to be dick or they are expected to be dick because they hear family members tell them they need to grow some hips or they need to get some ass you know because that's what a black woman should look like because that's the only thing valuable is her is her sexy sexualized childbearing hips because we are nothing more than a baby producing machine so we gotta have some childbearing hips and a fat ass okay we, we gotta have a quote unquote womanly figure and I always hate it when people said things like like men like meat, dogs like bones, like basically you're saying that I'm, just because a man is with a thin skinny woman that he's not a real man because he has a preference for that particular woman. I thought that's fuck I thought that was fucked up. And I always felt disgusted. But then as I got older, I understood that wow, shaming skinny women using misogyny to put them down to big up bigger women. Is not okay. It's more detrimental to be pressured to being a thin woman or adhering to Eurocentric ideals of thinness. As a black woman, I had so much self-esteem issues as a child i hated you know my hair i hated my lips i hated my nose i hated you know the shape of my ass i hated my hips you know sometimes i would take pictures of my ass because i wanted it to be as thin as a white girls and i would just be so embarrassed when they would because i I was a skinny kid okay now i was not a thick kid i was not like you know how i am now i was i was pretty skinny I was probably like a size four, but I I was a pretty skinny kid. And especially when I was 15 and I had my mild eating disorder, like I would throw food back up and I just would not eat. And I, you know, had severe depression at the time. I was skinny. But when I was younger and healthier, I would just be this little skinny kid. But in the back there would just be this white ass, this wide big ass, you know, that would just take up like my whole frame. And I would be embarrassed because all the white girls at my school, you know, would have small buzz and they would take pictures. And, you know, my thinking was they looked cute. And I would see black girls that were thin, and they would get a lot of attention, not just from white kids, but from black people as well. And, you know, they would be considered model-esque, you know, looking like Naomi Campbell, Tyra Banks. And I say, you know, this is what people expect black girls to be. <laughs> And it just was very, you know, difficult for me to come to terms that, you know, there's nothing wrong with my body and I shouldn't be made to feel ashamed because I got some ass and I have some hips. And I would have family members tell me, you know, Kara, you need a cover up because a girl like you needs to be modest. You know, I would come to school in shorts and teachers would tell me all the time, Kara, you need a cover up. You know what, Kara, why don't you walk walk home after we warn you to not come back to school again or no, after we warn you, you know, not to wear those shorts again, but you know what? I'm so bothered by you wearing these fucking shorts and I can't keep my eyes off your ass. I'm just going to sit, sit here and pull you aside and say, no, wear some gym shorts, you know, wear some ugly ass gym shorts, you know, and, and teachers will always do that. All the other girls wear shorter shorts, but if I were to wear shorts that weren't, Past my kneecaps. It was, um, you need to wear some shorts. Uh, Why don't you go back home and change, you know, like, and it would just be so annoying. And like, certain teachers would just like get glee. Like, I just feel so like, I would be so mad. Like, first of all, you told me your shorts are a little bit too short. Okay. And I said, all right. Then they said, I'm going to let you go this time but just don't wear it again i said okay but then they would say oh um i'm I'm, i just really don't want you to wear these shorts i can you like change and i knew what the issue was because i was a black girl because i was a thick black girl with brown skin with a fat ass and they just found it so offensive and my thing is, I am no way in shape and form implying that my ass is like Bria Mouse. Absolutely not. And I would like to get an ass like Bria Mouse. And I'm pretty sure it's coming because I'm only 23. And, you know, I know it's coming. I am no way saying I am like Bria Mouse or Kim Kardashian's fake ass. I'm just saying, to the average person, I am considered thick, Like, people you know, that are black said, girl, you got some booty on you. Ooh, I see that booty. But I would just be so annoyed because all the cool girls would wear, you know, shorts and, you know, I would actually look like a teenager, but no, they want me to wear some long ass um, cargo pants, you know, to hide the fact that I have an ass, that I got big thunder thighs. (laughs) Like, no. But. Basically, what I wanted to talk about was that black spaces and white spaces alike haven't always been friendly towards black girls with big butts. Like, just because a black space would have black men saying, ooh, I want me a girl that's thick, that doesn't necessarily mean that girls that are thick or girls who are heavier have some type of privilege, beauty privilege, over thin black girls that have small shapes and small figures. Everyone knows that beauty standards changed, you know, when it came to how black women were represented back in the late 80s with Sir Mixed a Lot's Baby Got Back and how the reason why he made that was because he didn't see a lot of women that are black with big booties and a shapely figure getting attention. It was basically real thin, blonde white women that had no ass. And that's why he made baby got back to put black girls with booties on the map. And I know that black spaces and i keep saying this but it's like the easiest thing to say i know that black spaces have always welcomed big butts or not always but like for about almost 50 years now they've welcomed big butts but also it wasn't just your Dashka polanco if that's how you pronounce her name it wasn't women shaped like her. It was usually like women that were like Tiana Taylor's shape, but with a fat ass, you know, it was, so it was still thin women, but they had some booty, just like people like big breasts, but only if you're like Jennifer Love Hewitt, who's just like a stick with boobs. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shame her, but that's how a lot of people look at her ass. you know, she's a beautiful woman, beautiful body. Like, when I say stick or something, I, I'm just talking about, like, how someone is shaped. But I kind of, I, I I can see that it's offensive to others. But black, the black community has always been a space for big butts. So that's why I'll, I'm always confused when people, you know, say, you know, black women get thin-shamed in black spaces. Because that's kind of like someone saying that. Because I am white in a black space, I face racism. No one really has the power to systematically shame you in a way where you are nearly killing yourself or you're put at risk because you aren't accepted. You're not at a disadvantage dating pool wise as a thin person. Because a few people say, you know, they'd rather be with Big Booty Keisha than Skinny Peaky. I mean, maybe there's quite a few that believe that. But in my area, it was thin women and curvy women that were black getting chose. It really didn't make a difference. And a lot of times, the women consider wifey materials or women to take home to mom were usually women that worked in and didn't have the biggest butt. Because we all see on Twitter how black women with shapes or curves are considered unprofessional. They would be wearing professional dresses, but because they have an ass, they would be considered sluts or hoes and they just want attention they just want people to stare at their ass and they can't help the fact that they have an ass and they're in a professional dress but yet it still shows off their figure because people sexualize them but what my point of that dread was black spaces Even black black spaces seem to only really appreciate curves when it's conditional, when it's on a light skinned woman, a non black woman, or a white woman. They didn't care about that. People chose to get upset and say, "You're saying black men don't like curves." No, and, and here's the thing: I can work things. I can work things in a way where people don't think that I'm saying that black men don't like curves. I I tried to word it in a way where it was so, you know, specific that no one could say, no. Are you saying that black men never, like I said, even in black spaces, black men aren't really body positive towards black women with curves, hips, and ass, unless they are white, light-skinned, non-black, or appear to be non-black. Because even when dark-skinned women are considered beautiful and get some attention they are thin they are thin women that usually look like naomi campbell or iman that are considered gorgeous in music videos whenever big booties are shown they are dark-skinned and brown and oiled up and you know you don't see their faces but then when you see the love interest she's normal size she's thin you know she doesn't really have a booty like that you know she has a booty but it's not like protruding or anything but yet y'all think because a lot of rappers say i need a big booty hole all i want for my birthday is a big booty hole that's somehow good enough because i never like and it's getting better it's getting better where you know women with big booties are shown as beautiful and it's gotten better in the last 15 years i'll say that but still in a lot of cases it's just yeah i want to fuck a big booty it's sexy as fuck i'll fuck it You know, like, even if she's ugly, you know, even if she looks like a big, ugly, you know, dang, you know, I'll I'll fuck it. That's not really body positive to me. That's not. Seems like fetishization. But people got so mad. People were harassing me. And I don't like to use this term because I feel that it's juvenile because as an adult, like, who really has to go through this? But a lot of people were more or less bullying me because people weren't just correcting me and say no I don't really agree like like in black spaces a lot of times people tend to be more body positive towards women you know with bigger shapes, and, and especially with ass no they were saying no you f- fuck you you dumbass bitch you ugly dry ass afro you know that's not true and you hate black men and you know you you a dumbass bitch and you know some women were saying this is a personal experience you know just because you dealt with your insecurities and eating disorders and mental health problems you know i had to wear five pairs of cargo pants because thick was in and don't sit there and act as if your experience is something so pervasive because you're a black girl from the suburbs and you're a blavity black and you know the real black experience is being you know from the hood and being around black people and if you're a black person that grew up in the hood and was called nigger and all that that's because you want to be white and you know we gonna we're gonna hold you accountable for something you felt at age 13 so if you felt that you were ugly that's because you a fucking coon and I'm pro-black I'm black I'm blacky black 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 you know and fuck you Fuck you, you dumbass bitch, and I'm going to screenshot you, and then even if you ask me to not screenshot you, I'm going to just laugh and, you know, be a damn piece of shit. So many people were just trash. And I saw some, I saw some womaness that I follow and respect say, you know, I understand that she's young, so she may feel different. I don't think that she necessarily worded things properly. I think she worded it poorly, which I disagree. Some said I was inarticulate, which inarticulate is just a word that does not describe me. So I I don't think I was inarticulate. I think people chose to misinterpret because some people thought that I was complaining because I didn't have an ass. Um, No, I was complaining about the fact because I was considered someone that has an ass being harassed or... Being told that, you know, I need to cover up and being told, who cares? You got some cakes out. You know, you need to pull that up, even from men and thinking it's a compliment, but it really wasn't. And I would say, you know, people are subjected to sexual harassment, idols of fast-tailed girls. Like if you are a 12-year-old black girl with some curves and some tits and ass, you know, you shouldn't be walking around the house wearing this because you're going to entice your perverted pedophile of an uncle. And how the less in proximity to thinness you are as a black girl, the more impure you are seen. So I, you know, was saying, you know, women who feel pressure to be thick aren't put at a detriment as much as women who are pressured to be thin because there are so many women with shapes that y'all would consider you know the ideal for the black community who want to lose weight and and I'm gonna stop because I'm probably gonna do a part two to this I'm gonna do a part two to this I'm gonna stop because it's like about time for me to um, go home but while you are pressured to be thick The only thing you do is like to stuff your pants or wear like five layers of pants. When we feel pressure to be thin, we starve ourselves, you know, we hide it, you know, we we do dangerous methods to be thin. We take pills to make ourselves thinner, you know, we do dangerous stuff that can kill us. We develop mental disorders, you know, that deteriorate our physical features and all of that. Whereas women who feel pressure to be thick usually have to, you know, like, just eat, eat more cornbread. Like, that's the only thing. Like, you eat more, I starve myself. And that's all I'm saying. And while insecurities can lead to things like suicide, you know, when you're insecure and bullied, a lot of times people will kill themselves. So I'm not trying to erase that. Like some women that were bullied for being too thin probably killed themselves. You know, I'm not probably, they did. And I would never bully someone to the point or promote bullying someone to the point where they have to kill themselves. Not they have to, like they must, but that they feel that there's no way out about to kill themselves. But in the cases of women feeling pressure to being thick it's not detrimental in a way where women feel pressure to be thin women when women want to be thin it's because they want to get hired or they want to consider safe like thinness grants you safety in spaces thinness grants you more jobs thinness grants you um the idea that you are beautiful and healthy and wanted more Un- unlike being thick grants you sexual desirability everyone is insecure but you need to understand that anorexia nervosa and bulimia and body dysmorphia in black women is a thing I had to read psychology textbooks that would say anorexia, anorexia nervosa is the most common in white women even though White supremacy promotes this ideal that thinness is something all women should be, and black women should be thin, and non-black Latinx women of indigenous descent should be thin and you know shaped like white women. And you know if they're not, they're whores, they're dots. You know they can't get married and they want attention, and all they are good for is sex, which um, contributes to high statistics statistics of sexual assault, rape even murder and abuse. I'm going to do a part two to this, um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, concerns, if you want to um, add more to it, do you have a counter argument that is productive and um, disagree, but in a way where you're willing to understand where I'm coming from, you know, just please let me know, like, just comment. Um, I hope everyone is having a lovely day wherever you are. Bye.